Whoa, 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 are you revving a Hellcat engine, or are you preparing me a Hailey Bieber Choco Monkey smoothie, Ty? Actually, Eric, I'm doing both. I may be blending in the back of the Maybach, but if you have this blender, you can blend anywhere. Wait a minute, you're telling me that this blender is battery-powered and portable and lasts up to 15 blend cycles? Hell yeah, brother, it lasts longer than me. This is the Blender 2, and it's better than a girlfriend. Well, our breadheads don't have either, but they can use code BREADHEAD12 on blendjet.com to get 12 inches off this BJ and start blending in the bathtub. Taking baths sounds a bit too zesty for me. By the way, this thing has free shipping and colorways that are giving me an insurrection. Well, that's right, guys. It comes in strawberry, mega smoothie red, Pixar illegal alien green, and LG BLT pride rainbow. Whether you want to blend in or stand out, get your 12 inches off at blendjet.com. Code BREADHEAD12. Buongiorno, breadheads! <laughs> Buongiorno. How is everyone doing today? It is Ty and Eric in the booth, IRL. We're in a new booth today, Eric. Tell the Breddies a little bit about this recording booth. Huh, well, um, if you're a fan of this show, then you probably know that I am searching for a new vehicle mm -hmm. to purchase. Mm -hmm. um, this is not it, but it is the car that I'm using in the interim, and it is an E-Class Mercedes-Benz um, four-door sedan. Damn. And uh, we are currently sitting in the front seat. We are recording. We're facing the shipyards in Vancouver, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. taking in the sights and sounds. Yeah. But, you know, it's the end of the workday. It's kind of a late night grind set pod. So what are you what are you in the mood for, Ty? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> I've been shitty chatty all day on Zoom meetings, you see. So to do this with you right now feels like an extra credit project to yeah. even be in the booth with you. But, like, I will never miss a chance to sit in the Eric class and mm -hmm. look solemnly at uh, the Van port of Vancouver. So I'm happy to be here. Um, lots to discuss today. One of the reasons for Eric and I's IRL activation is that we are dining fine tonight. <laughs> That's right. You, the breadheads, have supported us. You bought the portable blender, believe it or not, that we've been peddling on this podcast. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Yeah. Thanks to you, breadheads. Um, Ty and I are able to you know, dine fine tonight, but also offer you this appetizer of a podcast mm. before we set foot inside of uh, a four price tag restaurant later. That's but, right. Yeah, thank you for everyone who purchased the blender um, mm. so far. You know, I just received mine the other day mm -hmm. and I am very happy with it. I got the iPhone Jet Black. Excellent choice, my friend. I'm waiting for my Woody-themed <laughs> blender to arrive. It's in the mail as we speak, en route. Um, it wouldn't be a portable blender if it wasn't in transportation. Um, mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah, where are we dining tonight, Ty? What are we going to be feasting on? Well, Eric, I'm thinking we should, in an hour or so, roll up to one Michelin-starred restaurant, Kiss a Tanto, <laughs> post up perhaps at the bar, uh, mm -hmm. and... Uh, see what their mixology program is all about mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna have to um do some sleuthing later because i actually don't know where we'll be able to get into which is kind of like a fun game actually like mm -hmm. i actually enjoy um you know hunting down the perfect table at the perfect restaurant mm -hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it feels very like archaic and like barbaric you know the mm -hmm. 
tap into your hunter instincts. Yeah, exactly. This is the closest we'll ever get to hunting and gathering. Mm-hmm. It's like finding a uh, table on open table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, showing up in person and hopefully getting on the walk-in list. Uh, thanks, Shane, for nothing. Yeah, shout out to Shane from Amex for letting us <laughs> down, completely spoiling tonight. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, whatever, we'll make it. A, we'll make the best of it because uh, the fun is already happening. Ty, it's yeah. in this car. You know what I mean? We got some beautiful background noise. When I see that red light <laughs> blinking, I know I'm in for a good night. Yeah, the on-air sign is on, uh-huh. and it's uh, the re- that red glow you see. It's not the toaster. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I always like to think that breadheads are just like a little sunburn on one side, so- or sandwich artists, little sunburn on one side of their face from that toaster oven. Yeah, their left wrist is like more tan than the other <laughs> because it's resting on yeah. the handle of the toaster. That's crazy. <laughs> one looks like white bread. One looks like uh, <laughs> whole grain. Whole grain. Wow. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm really looking forward to uh, an evening dining with you, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. I actually I was in I was at Kisatanto already this weekend. I had were. to kill some time, so I posted up at their bar for a, a quick adventure into their alchemy mm. <laughs> their, their uh, mm-hmm. were, you, were you seated at the uh, marble counter for the bar or were you at a wooden table no they posted me up on the corner of the bar counter the Ooh. uh bartender i think his name was uh, yeah, i think he shared the same name as a bird mm. uh, he greeted me i was jay, table, jay <laughs> maybe yeah um seagull raven, raven or something <laughs> something like that uh, yeah he uh, greeted me he made sure i was comfortable it was a table for one. I was waiting to meet oh. some friends for a show around the corner. Um, and I, I had a nice stiff drink. And then I went to a club and then I drank some lager. And there was a really nice kind of like contrast of uh, fluid experiences. Wow, it's very alpha of you, Ty, to just like sit at a bar by yourself drinking a stiff drink. Yeah, totally. And like pondering, you know, all, the, all your decisions you've made today and mm-hmm. whether or not they were good. I've been in that same position, Ty, and when someone sees you, when someone sees a man sitting alone at the corner of the bar, it's like they don't get talked to at yeah, all. Yeah, don't talk to that guy. <laughs> I was that guy. You do not want to talk to me because I was itching yeah. to talk to somebody. Yeah. I, you know me. I'm going on. I'm like calling Raven over. Snap, snap. Yo, Raven, mm-hmm. I want to compliment you on the ice program here. And he's yeah. like, whatever, Ty. Yeah. There used to be a bartender there by the name of Hugo, mm. who was a really nice guy. This was Sounds like, like a boss. Yeah, I think this was probably like four years ago when I met him, and he was just like a really nice guy who, like, cle- clearly was sick. This was pre-COVID. Mm. He had like a cold, and he was like serving drinks, and he was like tasting every drink. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like, damn, do you ever get drunk off of like all those little sips you take throughout mm. the day? And he's like, honestly, on a busy night, yeah, I do get buzzed. I mean, that's oh. a lot of sneaky little sips. It is, yeah, man. I mean, if I was like taking a straw to the face every three seconds i would be getting pretty drunk as well but so luckily for me ty i'm not i'm banned from straw usage yeah that's true straw usage has been eradicated from our society mm-hmm. um so where did hugh go hugh go i don't know where he went um hmm. i mean COVID happened and then he disappeared off the face of the planet as far as i'm concerned Perhaps he was immunocompromised or <laughs> just compromised in general from all that yeah, alcohol consumption. Exactly. Or something happened, you know, knock on wood. I hope that's not the case, but, you know, you never know what happens in this world anymore. Yeah. Inflation hits everyone different. Yeah, that's wild. Well, uh, I, after after I went the other day, I rolled up to Paradise, which is 
what a, a bar and club in Vancouver. And oh, I'm all too familiar with yeah, Paradise. I'm Five. sure it was. Um, besides the business in my building, it was mm-hmm. the cl- next closest business from my apartment, accessible via the back alley. Oh, of course. And so this is a club that I wouldn't even use the bathroom in the club. I would go home to use the bathroom. That's, and that's awesome. That was a game changer for me, yeah, yeah. Ty, because you can you can you know take a break on your couch. Imagine just like being able to sit down after. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go like back for the last track, but yeah, I just exactly. need, I need to put my feet up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need a moment of silence. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful, Eric. So it was my first time at Paradise. I guess you could say I was a Paradise virgin, and uh-huh. you'd think there would be a 72 of me there, I, but there was just me. Um, and do, they, do they still bitch about the bathroom there? Like they they were like really annoying about like flushing down. Oh yeah. Other than toilet paper. Oh, I was gonna make a remark about it a little <laughs> bit later in this episode, but yes, they have. It, this there's this new thing. I think it is like a byproduct of gentrification. Is that the like, mm-hmm. uh, there's really nice plating, but then like the the <laughs> the plumbing's awful. The plumbing is <laughs> awful. Like, they can't gentrify the plumbing system. You know. That is true. That is a sign. That's a tell that yeah. um you're in a like business that you know charges a lot for something but then you mm-hmm. go to the bathroom and there's a big sign saying like no feminine hygiene products yeah please. totally and it makes sense though because if you're playing three price tag restaurant you're getting three ply toilet paper in the bathroom and the <laughs> plumbing systems of the 1940s can't handle that yeah so exactly. they're like one sheet per customer like what did they do yeah i don't know this place is i'm, I'm actually fascinated by it because during the day it's kind of like a, a actual speakeasy mm. like every speakeasy in the in the city is complete bullshit because it's like advertised on google maps yeah, and there's yeah. like 7000 ratings right <laughs> like you can easily just go to the address and like be let in but this one is impossible to find during the day mhm hidden in plain sight it's completely hidden it looks like any other chinatown business but then because they have like that metal grating that comes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the you know, today we closed. That's the <laughs> sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then at like probably midnight, that metal gate opens and it's a doorway to a, this downstairs club. So mm. pretty amazing, actually. Two tickets to paradise, please. Exactly. Now, you said it's the second closest business to your house, and I'd like to challenge that statement, Eric, because. <laughs> I don't think it's a business. I think this is an illegal operation. Yes, you're probably right. It's the sec. It's the second closest place that takes money. Mm-hmm. If you don't count the drug dealers outside. Yeah, in the alley. But this one is. Yeah, you're right. I don't think they charge me tax. Like it's there's it no tax cash only. Cash only. No outs <laughs> until like the uh, shift change for the twelve. Yeah, that's true. And um, no address. Yeah, I got last time I was there. I got yelled at for carrying my April spritz outside with me, mm, and then um, he's like, "Hey, buddy, leave the drink." And then I said, "I'm not coming back." <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally the last time I wow. went, which it's, was pre-pandemic as well. You're a man of your word, and yeah. but the, honestly, the <laughs> biggest tell, Eric, the biggest tell that this was an illegal operation yeah. was that they played the music pretty quiet. Like I could still talk while the music was playing. Oh yeah, and that made me realize, oh. They don't want other people to hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. They um, they probably do that, yeah, to mask it. And they get really mad about people, like, hanging out outside. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, a cool part about clubbing is, like, smoking and, like, you know, making new friends outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the problem with this is, you know, you're not allowed to, um, yeah, do any of that social fun stuff. No. So, I don't know. But you can have the social fun inside because you can actually hear yourself thinking. 
you can have a conversation that's you true. can you can talk to someone about philosophy eric or um their that's favorite true. sandwich that's true there's no reason to leave there's no reason to leave they got it all they're the google campus of clubs <laughs> yeah and they have like a pretty like good crowd usually mm-hmm. it's it's like 80 percent like normal people who just like like disco music mm. and then it's like 20 percent like hipster like like losers mm-hmm. who want to like i don't know party yeah dude it's like the, the nicest people with the perviest mustaches that's how i'd put it yeah exactly very mean street crowd which yeah, is um not bad i guess mm-hmm. but did you have to um do you have some friend who is like on their membership program is there a membership program <laughs> yeah. oh shit i thought that was the only way to get in no, uh, well, I don't know. I got, I, I did acquire my tickets through a friend, and I'm assuming they acquired theirs through a friend. Okay. So it's a bit of a maybe a pyramid scheme. Yeah, maybe. I mean, once it's like three levels removed from you, then you can't like snitch on it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know who to snitch on. Exactly. Damn. Well, we're snitching on them right now. Yeah. To well, our, uh, enough of enough of this place. We don't we don't get paid to talk about this place. Yeah, that's a good so, point. Good point. We gotta we get know, paid to talk about blenders and subway. Exactly. <laughs> Code Breadhead12. Yeah, code Breadhead.com. Yeah. I'll be honest, guys. I haven't unboxed mine yet, but I'm excited to use it. (laughs) Dude, I like if you if your friends are still plugging their blender into a 12 volt to make a smoothie, like get with the times, people. You can blend anywhere. Blend in the bedroom. Blend in the kitchen. Blend in the in the patio. Yeah. Listen, my all my outlets are occupied. Okay, I don't have room to charge my fucking blender or like plug it in if I want to make a smoothie like I, know. I already I already have the fucking air fryer I got the Vitamix <laughs> I know man I got the uh, toaster that my girlfriend has bought the can, air can we talk about just toasters and how like one trick pony they are and I fucking hate them I don't really like single use appliances either but in saying that I don't like multi use appliances like a frying pan you don't like a frying pan oh i like a frying pan (laughs) okay maybe i don't like appliances that you plug in the wall i think it takes away from the romance of the kitchen to like yeah exactly get what is it should be a relationship between you and the food and Mm -hmm. the electricity gets in the way Mm -hmm. yeah i just want to talk to the four burner directly Mm -hmm. yeah get the you and the gas range rover exactly um yeah dude like we have so much closet space we have we live in like an apartment, as mm-hmm. most of you probably do, mm-hmm. and space is valuable. Uh, they live with their, their parents. Well, you know, some of these guys are calling their mom's basement a apartment. It's a bachelor. I'm pad. just stroking our breadhead's fragile ego here, <laughs> okay, um, or toasting it. Mm-hmm. But that takes up you know critical space. Like you, I have like eight appliances taking up an entire closet, and like we need to find the right one at any given moment to use mm-hmm. but why not just like do you, you can do anything in a frying pan it's true you can toast a bread mm-hmm. you can um, make anything that you would in an air fryer on in the pan mm-hmm. um, arguably tastier and juicier facts so, i love a little like you put a little oleo on the frying pan and then you toast your bread that way mm-hmm. you get a way nicer crunch yeah. and way more consistent than any toaster i've ever used Mm-hmm. Toasters aren't very good at their job. They they're hired because they're easy, not because mm-hmm. they're good at. They're like a sandwich artist in that sense. Mm-hmm. They are they do the thing you want them to do, but they don't do a good job of it. But they take the work. Uh, like there's no blood or I guess marinara on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and it's much nicer to like watch your bread toast mm-hmm. and like develop that relationship with it. It's like mm-hmm. 
it's like catching a fish before you eat it you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like you have to like make sure it's good instead of like pressing a button walking away and then like forgetting about it and then it's like cold by the time you get back oh yeah you know that's the worst i always end up double toasting not because <laughs> i like it extra toasty but because i just i my life isn't organized enough to yeah time it out that's probably why we ask for that at subway just like out of like pure trauma we're just like mm-hmm. you just double toast it. yeah it's the only way i know <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I, I share your qualms with appliances, particularly toasters, Eric. Have you yeah. seen this new trend on Instamoms Homes, which is Sorry, the what? you don't you don't follow any Instamoms? Um, Surely I you do. Insta milfs, but no, mm. not that one. <laughs> what about an Insta baby mom? Uh, no, no, just Asian baby. Hmm, okay. Asian baby girls. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Uh, I assumed you just had like every single one of Future's women like you got that that follow button hit for them. You're keeping keeping tabs. No, I only keep tab on one BM. It's mm. my own. Good on you, Eric. <laughs> Snaps for Eric, everybody. Um, yeah. Anyways, well, I through some means or another have a few home design mommies in my feed <laughs> and they all have these appliance mommies garages m-a-m-i yeah mommy <laughs> um <laughs> have you heard of an appliance garage eric oh is it i'm guessing a dedicated space in your home where you just stuff unwanted electronics much like your tesla yeah more or less it's literally like a regular garage <laughs> like but it for, could literally be a garage it could be a garage stuff your shit in yeah yeah you get this like garage style great door and when you pull it up then the toaster the blend jet and <laughs> elsa blue is like we there. just shit on like appliances <laughs> for like 30 minutes and we're just like trying to sell you a blender <laughs> but let me tell you guys the difference between this blender and your vitamix you don't have to plug it in. <laughs> it doesn't, it okay. doesn't have to go in the garage. It can, it can be on the oh. road with you. Exactly. You can keep it um, in your closet. It doesn't matter mm. where it is because all you got to do is press play. Yeah, dude. I keep <laughs> mine in my uh, my Burberry trench pocket. Exactly. You never know when you need to blend something for lunch. Yeah. When Drake asks why you always hit in road, I answer because I have my Blendjet 2 use code <laughs> BREADHEAD12. <laughs> oh, boy. So you got this a garage, and you got all the appliances in it, right? Yeah. And you pull the garage door right down to hide the mess from your guests. Mm-hmm. There's just this common like theme I've realized in like home ownership, where you need to make sure your house can always be flipped in a moment's notice to host mm-hmm. and appear at its like best possibility. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think it's kind of goofy because why doesn't it, why don't you just want it like that all the time for you? You're hosting yourself every day. Mm-hmm. There's a Venn diagram of like homeowners and like um, like a bomb squad. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, it's a quote, don't open that. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> Damn. So like, I, I, I kind of, I sympathize or I understand the situation because sometimes I have like one or too many uh, like hand and face care products out or yeah. perhaps I left my array or my medley of uh, truly a museum of different eclectic spices on the counter mm-hmm. um, and yeah there's too much shit and I agree I have like several cabinets mm-hmm. that like whenever someone's like touring my apartment I, I make sure they don't go in there because it doesn't look appealing like mm-hmm. it's not like Marie Kondo yet mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of stuff on shelves mm-hmm. and I'm unfortunately I don't think it'll ever get better than that no you know 
It's just it is what it is at this point. You need to put some like child safety locks on those doors so people don't people like me don't go snooping. Yeah, exactly. So I'd imagine these like dark corners filled with uh as you say like suppressed secrets are mm, much like the bins at Subway. I was gonna say like <laughs> they exist at Subway and I wanna know where they are now because I wanna know Subway's dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. Like is it when I look across the uh sneeze guard and I'm looking at the sandwich artist. I don't know what, from the, their waist down, what's hiding underneath the meat and vegetables. Surely there's shelving in there or oh, something. It must be shelving. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe bags of olives or something. Oh, so backstock, yeah. Yeah, backstock. Oh, probably um, one of the artist's iPhone 5s. <laughs> yeah, someone's iPhone 5S is charging. charging <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, yeah, I don't know, man. There's got to be some dark dark shit down there that we don't want to know maybe and, a dead um, mouse yeah i was literally gonna say like a rat of some kind yeah um wow so i mean what do we do with this information do we avoid subway forever we're trying to go to yours your your subway yeah everyone's got a subway you know mm-hmm. i don't know exactly. i'm just I, we can only speculate yeah we don't we can, we can also speculate why there's a train crossing in front of us right now Dude, you can see on the <laughs> fucking thing. We're so sorry, breadheads. I bet it's the vibrations. It's not. It's not. It's just loud, so we're going to talk right through it. You can skip ahead to the 21-minute mark, and I think the train will be gone by then. Yeah, given give or take any ad placements at the beginning. Dude, this audio's clipping. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Anyways, we're not cutting this out because yeah. we got places to be. We got carbonara to feast on. Yeah. What do you think the vegetarian options are at Kistanto? Did you peruse the menu while you were there? I didn't. I didn't look at all. Dang. I was really concerned with their uh, libation <laughs> section. I was looking for the most novel drink I could find. Mm-hmm. I ended up having something with like some plum-fused liquor. Oh. Mm. Oh, is that the My Private Tokyo? Perhaps. Oh, yeah, you got this shit memorized. <laughs> Damn. That's one of my go-tos. It's, uh, it's a beauty. So. Yeah, I have had that one. I don't know if that's what I ordered. I actually said dealer's choice to Jay. <laughs> Oh, great. A- Avery, I think his name might have been. Aviary? <laughs> Aviary, um, yeah. Yeah, some, some kind of, like, flight-adjacent name. Mm-hmm, yeah, Boeing. Um, Boeing. <laughs> Bowen. Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, so the drink menu there is stellar, of course. I had the martini last time I was there, as well as the Tokyo. Yep. Um, yeah, we need to, you know, hit shuffle and see what we get. But also, I haven't eaten there in a long time, so I'm I'm really curious if the food is still good. I mean, I guess I got a Michelin star like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. So you can only assume that they're have uh, only improved what yeah. their offering is. So what is worse for the city, a Michelin guide or dine out Vancouver? Fuck. Can so we just talk about that for a second. Yeah, yeah. for the international breadheads, dine out Vancouver is the world's worst citywide promotion. Um, it's basically a big Groupon for all restaurants or like participating restaurants, which was which would probably be like twenty percent of restaurants out there. Yeah, so it encourages poor people to eat bad food at restaurants that I want to frequent. Exactly. So even a good restaurant will sign up for this um, monstrosity known as Dino. They'll sign up and they'll offer a separate Dino menu, which is usually like a three course meal for like a subsidized price. Mm-hmm. And it's always three courses, which. Yeah, they, they... That's full fancy to me, you know? Yeah, exactly. They make you, like, eat one of everything and charge you, like, very little. It's actually mm. a great deal, but it encourages all the wrong reasons for dining or, like, mm. even like, going out. 
It's like mm-hmm. seeking deals. Um, you get the, the normal crowd that like, doesn't go out ever, doesn't know how to operate in mm-hmm. a nice restaurant. Um, and you get subpar service because of all these like whack suburban folk that come out once a year to dine out. Yeah, and, like if you're trying to get a surf and turf for $15, you're not really tipping. And <laughs> the service knows that. Yeah. So they've, they've given up by the time you walk in the doors with your Amex block. Yeah, exactly. So it's just unfortunate that we live in a world where the only way to get people to do something is to make it cheaper. Mm-hmm. It's and too that's bad. That. So I avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, we have the Michelin Guide, which is like on the surface, like a really cool thing. But then you realize like, oh, all the places that I already knew were good in my city are mm-hmm. now like there's like a three month wait. Yeah. So both are problematic for different reasons. I love Subway for this, Eric. It's the Switzerland of promotion. Yeah. They're they're doing their own thing. They got Scotty Barnes talking about rice bowls. And he's talking to nobody about mm-hmm. something no one's going to buy. It yeah. feels very wholesome. Yeah, Subway doesn't have the Michelin star. They have, like, a Goodyear star. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's like a slightly worse tire company. <laughs> yeah, they got the... Um, Bridgestone like <laughs> yeah. pentagram. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All the all the you know frontline workers that pull up for their like thirty minute lunch break at ten AM um recommend it. Damn. So, that'd the, be that'd be a nice contrast actually. I wanna know like the Subway Awards, like the Subway unwrapped, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna know the highest performing subway. Mm-hmm. I wanna know the most popular menu on the item worldwide, maybe by country. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I wanna know like the average price that people spend. So, yeah, there's there's gotta be some other metrics in there. I wanna know a little bit more nuanced metrics, Eric. Like I wanna know which subway had whose employee roster has the largest <laughs> median hand size. Oh wow. You know so, why? Big hands mean bigger, like, grabs of lettuce. More meats, more cheeses, yep. more of everything, essentially, because they're, they're, it's one handful going on. Mm-hmm. Quicker sandwich creation as well. Yep, you know, yep. like, fewer, like, trips to the bin. Yep. And assuming we can presume that they will be more delicate with the footlong during the wrapping phase because it's easier for them to put their gargantuan sausage fingers around the footlong than, like, a small little elf elf artist yeah exactly they there's more room for the elf artist to like fuck up yeah yeah i mean so yeah you're right these are good questions to ask i'm more of a top level metrics kind of guy so Mm -hmm. i'm glad that you're able to you're you're big picture i'm big i appreciate that big picture big sandwich yeah i'm happy you're able to bring a six inch perspective to this thank you (laughs) i am i am that little elf (laughs) this is the second time you said that today i don't know if anyone's third time actually i don't know if anyone's caught on to that yeah i'm in my elf era he is Mm -hmm. so yeah, Subway. I want to know the best one. And is it possible that it's the best when it opens and then it slowly de- like degrades, or no. does it re- does it reach maturity later on? I think it goes through like a uh, teenage phase. Like there, there's a growth there's a growth path to Subways. You know, mm-hmm. like first they start bad because they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Then they get a little bit troublesome because they don't like the rules that are enforced by the big way. And then they reconcile oh, yeah, with that, that. True. and then they become, I guess, I guess they just kind of give up, and that that's yeah. what what you usually experience when you're at sam- Subway is a given up sandwich artist. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's probably um, like the dream of being a new franchise owner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you know 
you like sign on a dotted line and then you get the keys mm-hmm. and uh after three months of renovating you finally open your doors make a few sandwiches that are like you know way, way too much ingredients on there <laughs> you know what i mean you don't know how to make a sandwich that's gonna make you a profit yet yeah no no clue um, too many cukes exactly and then you want to add you know you want to upgrade your toaster and then big way says sorry it's not on the budget Damn. for q4 i'm so sorry and then um you're you're screwed and that's why you know sandwiches are coming out lopsided yeah and your customers are complaining they're saying my this bread is raw <laughs> yeah and you there's can't a, do there's anything a whole about yoga it. mat in here you're the middleman now yeah <laughs> there's a whole wow. yoga mat. um it's a tough situation subway's been like noticeably out of the news recently and it's kind of concerning Super i think concerning. something is like bubbling mm-hmm. something's toasting under <laughs> under wraps yeah something's retarding in the background yeah. that we don't know about yeah um i clicked on a youtube video like a couple nights ago that said like i don't know it was like john oliver and there's like a like a screen grab of subway that he was like talking about and i was like oh shit subway news and i like clicked on it and then it's like Guys, this, the tuna is not real. And then I looked at the timestamp. I was like, fuck, this is eight months ago. Damn, we're rehashing old plots. Yeah, I know. I was like, this shit came out eight months ago. And I'm starving, pun intended, for mm-hmm. like another sandwich right now. In the um, grand sandwich creation process that is our life, the t- eight months is not that long. So I, <laughs> it's incredible that there's a bigger story since to sweep that under the sneeze guard <laughs> um, what is the bigger story i don't know but clearly it's fallen out of the news cycle like oh shit the, you'd think that the tuna would be still the headline well we don't care about things anymore like mm. things fall off the radar you know what i mean that's true no one posted a you know yellow and green square for subway today no or e- ever <laughs> hell people can't even keep track of all the school shootings right now exactly that's probably that's probably that's it, probably actually. the headline we're, yeah. we're talking about uh far more tragic things than you know nationwide obesity that's a good point or like the authenticity of a fish yeah i like how the fish is the authenticity in question <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wait, maybe, maybe they, maybe the fish is fake. <laughs> maybe this isn't Subway's fault. Maybe yeah. they just got some, like, like some poser yeah. tuna. We just caught a bunch of fake fish. Oh, oh fuck. Are you kidding yeah. me? With all the microplastics in the ocean, the fish are only getting faker. They're catching those, like, wall fish. Those, like, those, like, fish that, like, animate on the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. If the fish eat enough microplastics, they then they, they will become also more yoga mat than than that's animal true. that's true i mean you're either like either get caught or you eat enough to become the villain wow there's <laughs> <laughs> something like an idiocracy type future where subway just embraces the yoga mat and you're you're eating that because eating yoga mats is healthier than eating <laughs> something else yeah yoga mats represent health mm-hmm mm-hmm is there a correlation between, like, all the Indians that work at Subway and yoga? <laughs> oh, like, interesting. Do you think they're just, like, repurposing something there? They're definitely, like... It's, I think it might be more correlation than causation. <laughs> or, just I don't circumstance, know, I guess. Cir- Circumstance, purely, but mm. I really like where your head's at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bitcoin's yeah. behind all of this, and I can feel it. Yeah. We're going to have to put our... Um, you know, green and yellow monogram paper hat on and uh, figure out yeah. what's going on here. They didn't care about me until I donned the visor. Exactly. Wow. 
Well, mm. I think we have to go, you know, consume some liquor. Yeah, hop on a wait list. We got to go hop on a wait list somewhere. So, Breadheads, wish us luck. Mm-hmm. Um, show your support. If we don't end up eating tonight, at least buy a blender. Yeah, keep on blending on. Yeah, use code BREADHEAD12. Mm-hmm. Um, get a blend jet too. They ship really fast. I got mine in two days. It's incredible. It's, it was free shipping. This thing was designed to move. This thing is literally, it can't sit still. Can't Once sit I get still. home, it'll probably be somewhere else. Dude, when I get my blend jet too, <laughs> I actually think I'm going to like do more in my life. Because yeah. I feel like I've unlocked this new superpower of going places and then making food. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm, novel places and then like doing things that you're not supposed to be doing there. Yeah. Like making a soup yeah. or something. Like I'm going to go hang out in like like the men's department of Nordstrom and like <laughs> make a fucking banana chonko monko smoothie. <laughs> I actually, you know, on Blend Generous, they do have a recipe book as well. Oh, wow. And I'm actually curious about that because every time we talk about it, I'm like, always think smoothie or soup. And yeah. I don't know what else I can make in there. Oh, I made a spinach dip in a blender last night. I had to do it in no, my kitchen. Talking. This was the problem. Get this. I was going to a friend's house. <laughs> I had to do it in my kitchen. That was a problem. Literally. <laughs> hear me out. Oh, shit. I had to get to my friend's place. I was running late and I was yeah. trying to make this cashew spinach dip. Oh, boy. And uh, I was like, I got to go, but I got to like blend this thing up first. And it was like, I could have just blended it from my cup holder in my car on the way there had I just had the fucking wow. blend jet. It literally would have solved a real life problem. That's true. But you know what, Ty? I don't think there's a car ride that is short enough for you to blend something in. <laughs> Another train. Yeah, if you think about it, Ty, like, where are you going to go? Because you only need to blend it for like a minute. That's true. You know, you'll blend it in the elevator down to the parkade. Exactly. And then you got to go back up because you realize like, oh, fuck, I got to put this in something now. You got to clean this. Damn, <laughs> you're right. Maybe it's not an innovation. Well, well, as long as you bring water with you to clean it out, mm-hmm. you're, you should be good. Um... Shout out to the good folks over at Blendjet for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, and Dasani for the water bottle I know I'm going to have to yeah. pack around. Yeah, none of my homies fuck with Anchor, though. Yeah, <laughs> screw Anchor. <laughs> they dropped us. And we're sorry for what we said about takeoff. No, we're not. We're not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I digress. You speak for yourself. Um, anyways, thank you for listening. Ciao. Ciao.